going to trick you and say you can't. All right. Well, you know, you can do that if you want. <laughs> the, um, the story of Lot and his wife and her turning to a pillar of salt, looking behind when she wasn't supposed to, right? Um, we talk about that a lot, about the regret and looking for where we've come instead of where we're going or where we are in the present time. And uh, the same with Abraham of, look, I've been 100 years. The wife said, you know, I've been 90 years. That's hilarious, God. What are you kidding me? Because I've got all this past and uh, of life. But if we're in this present time and we trust all things are possible and realize the kingdom of heaven is within, we don't have to seek it out. It is already there. What we have to do is break through our barriers that we've created our lifetime, putting up those barriers of looking at how strong we are, how amazing we are, and actually being able to say it. And and there's a lot now we call ego and things um, that say, oh, we're not really allowed to say things like that about ourselves. That's not good to do. Now, there's a difference between, you know, putting all of our self-esteem into something, right? Or what we call ego. Pasquale said that's not your ego, it's really the alter ego, right? Which is the negative or the, the, the non-God voice or some people would call the devil or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we can be amazing. We can allow ourselves to be great. And it's not greater than someone else. They have all that potential within them as well. It's everyone has greatness within them. Greatest version of themselves. Greatest version of oneself, right? Exactly. Becoming that, embracing it, honoring it, being happy with it, being happy with ourselves. That personal realization, seeing ourselves with our real eyes, we might want to call it the third eye or our inner eye, but really seeing ourselves with our real eyes. That's where the word word realize comes from. But seeing with our real eyes, seeing our true self, and absolutely being in love with it. Being in love with our service and our care with everything that we do is coming from that love. If that personal love of myself, this is the biggest barrier of all that any human, every human being carries, is falling in love with oneself. The first people we fall in love with is our parents. We fall in love with the parents. Thank you, mother, for you know, giving me life and the nurturing and the holding and the love and the whatever, all of the things in parenthood. Then our siblings, when they come along. Those first loves in that family dynamic, we forget to say how much we love ourselves. It's taken out of us. It's not taken out of us, it's just not bring into realization. And part of what I do with my children, I'm working on every moment, is helping them be confident in themselves. That's what I think a goal of a, of a parent, one small goal is really that confidence, bring, building confidence in the child, in the self. Then also the loving the self, loving the self. Seeing the true picture of the self in the mirror. I just put out for the 
for the world and my group at DE and for all the, I call my Facebook family and, uh, you know, what, you know, whoever picks up the, the you know, the, takes the time to, to look at these things is put out doing a fast. Now our DE fast is skipping a meal, skipping dinner, and we chose Monday, Monday night, and skip breakfast and lunch on Tuesday. And so that gives us a full meal cycle, gives the body a chance to, to cycle through. And a bunch of people joined in, and uh, we did it. And last night I said, I want a salad at the salad bar at Jason's Deli. <laughs> That's all I thought about. I was like, man, I want that salad. And I've done a lot more a very intense uh, fasts. 10 days water only is the longest I've done. I've done master cleanses. I've done juice cleanses. I've done all sorts of them. I've been doing it for 20 years. And I enjoy them. This one wasn't very hard, but it was more fun. But it gave me also, because I haven't done it in a while, but it gave me a little bit of insight for myself that I have been looking outside of me in certain things where it all comes from within me. I've given up some parts of what it really was, I'll give you the, the, the scoop was in marketing. And I don't do much marketing besides posting a few things on Facebook. That really does not do much if people don't realize that. It does a little bit. What I did was, you know, do hire somebody to do some social marketing for me. The numbers of people, new people, we see in the office, the average in the profession is like six or seven a month. We see about 50 to 100 sometimes. 80 and 90 is, is a good number. 50 and 60 is, is just a, is about the average. Well, we went way down from that because what I did was give up something that is dear to my heart is serving more people and bringing them in, telling God I'm ready for the people that I can help. Bring them to me that I can help right now. And they come. What I did was give that up to someone else who has a different consciousness than me. They have their own consciousness as in one thing. Not many people get this education in life, you realize. So it changed. Am I, am I in agreement with you? Big time. So I, and I tried and I said, okay, let's just let it roll for a little while. I don't feel like dealing with controversy. I have a lot of things happening. So I said, I'll just keep giving it up. And this morning, after my fast, I said, well, my fast was done at dinner last night. I went to sleep, played with the kids, we had a nice time, and I sent the message, we're done for now, and uh, we're going to go back to, I'm going back to what I normally do, which is really prayer, meditation, manifestation, visualization. That's it. That's our marketing, and it is the most powerful marketing. So... I reclaimed my power for myself. And, you know, it was it's 6 o'clock in the morning. Everything's dark. And I actually didn't do my exercises this morning, which I normally do. I just felt so empowered. I really felt great. After I did it, Malcolm woke right up. Um, Bianca stayed asleep a little longer. But he got up, put on his own clothes this morning. He's three years old. And got himself dressed, picked out his own clothes which was super cute. I had to wrestle him because he always wants to wear the same dinosaur. It's a T-Rex with the sunglasses on. He loves that shirt. I have to wrestle him to put on something else in the morning. 
And today he picked out a different shirt, his own shorts, did his whole deal himself. It was awesome. When I reclaimed my power, that power rippled through with everything around me. Even he reclaimed his own power. Okay, that shirt's dirty. It's in the wash, all right? He had to pick out something else. And he knew it. He did it gracefully and everything else. He just, he, he did it. He felt that energy from me. So today I reclaim my power. I don't look behind me. It's not where I've come. It's where I am right now. I had a marvelous lesson. And it's not that I will never do that again. We've set up everything so it's very easy to implement again. But I'm taking pause until I regroup where it is a solid manifestation of what it is that I'm trying to implement. Does that make sense? With everything that I do around it, prayer, meditation, visualization, and I give it that power, I was trying to just hand off something. Does that make sense? Here, you, you take control of this. I did the same thing with my lawn just recently. I know this might sound trivial to most people, but my friend had been mowing our lawn for years. He owns a lawn mowing company and he sold our account. He's moving on from that business. Someone else took it over and they did a crummy job, a really crummy job. And I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just let him do it. Uh, I don't have time to find someone else, what have you. And I gave it up my whole lawn. Everything looked horrible. I'm putting my house up for sale. We want a new house. And it's not somehow a way I would sell my house. I would say, whoever lives in this house doesn't care. Does that make sense? And I was not caring because I didn't feel like putting the energy into a new lawn guy. My neighbor's lawn looks amazing. So what did I do? I called the guy that's mowing my neighbor's lawn. <laughs> and I said, will you mow my lawn? Bing, why don't I do that? <laughs> so I- call an aha moment. That's an aha, oh wow, your lawn looks great. And for $15 more a month, they have to pay for a full-blown service, including the shrubs, the whole nine yards. And I said, just do it. And they did an amazing job. Even dug out my sprinklers, let the other guy let just grow right over, the grass grow out right over. That's a big deal. They care. They care. That's exactly it. So I gave up that energy. I realized I have to reclaim it. But then, in my moment, God gave me a message. There's your man. They're parked right out in front right now with the name and the phone number. Call them. Like boop, <laughs> boop. And now I am able to give that up and say, here you go. And I appreciate you. Thank you. And I don't have to put my energy in that lawn anymore because I put a lot of energy in just to disregard it and not seeing it. Okay? And there are many things even within myself that I do that. And I take, I take ownership of it. I know I do. Each day, I work on a moment where I can maybe label one and say, okay, I accept that. And that's fine. I, am, I appreciate it. And whatever lesson I learned from it, from the past. A lot of those things are past things, discretions, or things that I wish I would have done differently. Okay? We all have those things. I try and pick them up and say, this is not serving me. I appreciate the moment. I don't want to relive it. It has become me, and I'm taking the lesson that I've learned from it. I don't have to think about it anymore. File, right? So, the uh, you know, this little fast was, and it's it's a weekly fast. We're setting this up. I put it out for my Facebook family. 
doing it for a month. Let's commit to a month doing it. Um, for my DE family, we've been doing it since 1965. <laughs> um, but uh, on and off, and we've forgotten about it. This is bringing up Dr. Sid Williams. He's the one that set that in his in, set that forth, and we haven't done it in many years. So I put it out. Let's do it, and a bunch of people. I think we may have forty or something people. You know, maybe families. I look at it that way. Families doing it. Um, Roberta did a little of it. Uh, you did a little of it, and uh, you know, it's it's not easy, and baby steps. And what I did for both groups, I put. We may have, you may have slipped a little, and that's okay. Don't beat yourself up or give up, really. But I just, that's all I put. You may have slipped, but that's okay. We can't beat ourselves up for that moment. There's next week. You want to retry it, do it again. If you don't want to, you don't have to. It's not something to beat ourselves up over. It's okay when we slip. It's okay when we have, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm accepting myself for who I am at the moment. I'm going to try harder a little next time, or it might be just easier for me next time because I know what to expect. That's why doing it weekly. There are many traditions that do fasting, okay? Um, I know in the Jewish tradition they do a lot of fasting. Um, it's not in the Christian tradition, really. There are a lot of health benefits from, from fasting. I know in Quito I think they're doing a lot of fasting, um, there are a lot of groups now that see things, fasting is good. I've been fasting forever, and I really enjoy it because I become more powerful. This, this talk isn't really about the fasting, but it's about letting go of the things, the binds that tie us. We talked about that in the past with the balloons running in the wind with holding a big fist full of balloons. We watched the movie Up the other day. I love that movie. Um, if you haven't seen it with the house with the balloons. So, uh, you know, each time I do that, I label those things. My manifestation becomes much more powerful. When I ask for something, it usually appears. And I know that sounds strange, but I'm cutting away of the, the human, the, the stuff that I see, the programming of the self. I start wiping that away when it becomes, we become more self-centered if that looks... I know that doesn't necessarily sound, that sounds more egotistical, but really we become ourselves more. The, uh, the manifestation, last time I did seven days water cleanse, I said, I want to speak more, and I want to speak more internationally. And I was having a moment, let me tell you. It was day seven, my body was shedding and detoxing garbage. I hadn't eaten in seven days. And uh, I would and drinking only water, and it was a very interesting moment. But as soon as I was sitting, I was laying there. I'll tell you the truth. I was laying down, and I said, you know, I really, I really see myself as speaking more internationally. And I got a phone call from Canada while I'm there, laying on my side, thinking I feel absolutely wretched because my body was detoxing probably from my liver and a lot of garbage that my body toxins I had accumulated through life. And that moment, I got a call from Canada. They wanted me to come to Quebec, pay for everything. I got paid for the whole journey and uh, shared with an amazing group of, of Canadians, of chiropractors. And uh, it was a powerful time. In that moment of manifestation, it came in that moment. So this, this small weekly cleanse, we gain our power. We could do them yearly. 
and I plan on doing getting back to doing them once a year. Ten days, seven days, whatever works out, doesn't matter. Three and four days is very powerful as well. Um, someone posted 48 and 72 hours, the most health benefits you get. I don't really care about that. I know what health really is and where it comes from. I'm doing it for clarity of mind. Christ had to meditate, fast, 40 days on Mount Sinai. We talk about that a lot because he had to shed the world that he was in. He was in the world, but not of the world. Wait, of the world, not in the world. Excuse me, I got that backwards. You have, but no matter what, we gain those toxins of the, the chatter. I didn't know about a shooting the other uh, recently that just happened because I don't watch the news until someone comes in and tells me about it, and I don't really want to know. Okay, I, I'm so I have empathy, I have love, and I have empathy for the families. I don't want it to happen to my family. I can't change it in this moment. My moment, I have to be in the moment, in caring for people. If it's the outside moment, building a house is a big one, right? Separating from the moment, because that's all we can think about. I'm consumed about granite, and you're consumed about lights and all those things. But it takes us out of this moment. And I know what it's like, okay? And I'm not picking on you about it, okay? Or myself, I'm still doing remodel over at a place right now, and somehow I, my granite woes or something. I'm not even <laughs> going to talk about it. But that takes us out of the moment. And being fulfilled in the moment. What is fulfillment? I am in service. Mother Teresa doesn't think about her. I, I don't know what Mother Teresa would have been thinking about, but she was in the moment of service, in the moment of caring. When a pastor is giving a sermon to a church, he's not thinking about, hopefully, not thinking about his kids in school or the next sermon. He's really thinking about this moment in that sermon, delivering what he needs for his congregation to transform, to become more holy, to create a heavenly earth. That is my mission on earth, is to create a heavenly earth. To see the realized, with the realized, to see the heaven in earth. Okay? Someone just posted recently, they had a, a meeting with um, with a uh, Bruce Lipton at their office, a good friend of mine, Wade Port, had him there. And that's what he talked about. And, it, you know, that's my, po my comment was, you know, we are creating with our real eyes, to bring people to see with our real eyes the heaven and earth. And we are there right now. That's what this whole talk about it is about, heaven and earth, is within us and seeing it with our real eyes. That's what my little fast did. You know, skipping three meals and having an amazing morning. This morning we did our 49 breaths on the DE call with my children. Bianca now does them with me. She talks through them. And uh, I was asked to talk this morning and uh, I had to step out of, out of the room for a moment and come back in. And uh, that's why I had to just post the picture. Because I try, I do take it serious. I take it very seriously, and I took that seriously, even with my kids bouncing all over the place, because I was still surrounded by love, right? That's what I have this morning, and I thank you for allowing me to share it. Does anybody have anything they want to share? No? Awesome. Okay, I love and appreciate you, and I love and appreciate you, and hey, I love and appreciate you. And I love and appreciate everybody listening.